Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast. Today I am joined by the absolutely amazing Ali Frazier from Premier Physique. Hey Al. Hey mate. So we're going to start off, Ali, we're just tell people like who you are what you do and then we'll just fill everyone in on our history together that made it sound like we were in a relationship oh, yeah, <laughs> Ali is not an ex-boyfriend FYI <laughs> okay what a great start that was okay <laughs> right okay so um I've been in the industry around about eight or nine years like started off one to one PT and worked for a company where I was very very fortunate in regards to like the type of clients that I worked with um got a lot of experience working with a lot of different people from nurses to business owners and whatnot so my exposure to a wide variety of clientele was very was very sort of apparent from the start and like something that a lot not a lot of coaches sort of have the luxury of so I'm very very fortunate and like the company as well was very mechanics based like anatomy based so my results didn't you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, my passion for, like, anatomy and all that probably stemmed just from that position. I'm obsessed with training. I'm obsessed with training, getting optimal results. So that's sort of tied in with the anatomy side of things. So, like, when you say what well, a bit about me is, like, I was teaching mechanics. I, I mentor people in mechanics and, and how to train and get optimal results. And then regards to, like, my company and whatnot, like, we focus a lot on transformations from – people who want to step on stage, the people who want to do photo shoots to just jump up, we want to change their lives. Now, this sort of probably stems well onto like setting boundaries and expectations that we're going to discuss later as well. In regards to like myself, I compete. Unfortunately, I didn't step on stage this year because I got really, really sick about two weeks ago. But like, I, I love the competing side of things uh, from like a boundary pushing perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so today, just on our podcast, guys, me and Ali are going to talk you through pushing past boundaries, a little bit on expectations and why boundaries are important when you are wanting to get results. And although Ali is from a competing background, obviously last week I had Leah on. Um, So we we spoke about reverse dieting and obviously her background is bodybuilding, but I don't work with bodybuilders. I don't work in in that like scene of the fitness industry, but I do absolutely, you know how much I respect what you do. And I said this to Leah last week, like it's insane. And I think going through any type of like fat loss transformation, body transformation, we absolutely dip our tiny weenie baby toe into what you do because, it, it, you know, it, it's it's taking things of what you do and just putting it in like a, a, a general population the way that we can, the way, the way that we can, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, Like do it, that's such a crap thing. <laughs> How I like to look at Like execute it, but that's, that's why I respect you guys because yeah what we do is we take that and we execute it in our in our way so i'll just before we go into talking about boundaries can we just do a little um history lesson on how we know each other because i love it yeah so like 
we, we met pretty much from like a, a mentorship, didn't we? Yes. Um, and then we lived close to each other. Yes. And we pretty much just like just we we, we got on very very well. Hit it off. We just get on very well because we love yeah. coaching. Yeah. And we love like personal development and mm-hmm. how we become better coaches as opposed to like how many more clients can we get in the mm-hmm. book? Like, mm-hmm. How can we improve our service and how can we improve our our our, our own self as an individual? Mm-hmm. It's like you used to go for walks, didn't we? So whether I remember we I honestly was remember this when I what babe? Was it lockdown? Uh, uh it was October. We first met in October 2020. Yeah, that was when. Well, yeah, rather not October 2020, but yeah, it was around then because I remember when I signed up, it was like the July time, and you were doing the education part of it. And oh my, honestly, you don't realize how much you inspired me. So my like collaborations podcast this time around is just about getting people on who like super inspire me, who have made me become like the coach that I've become. You crying? No, no. Am I crying? It would have made me become the coach I've become. And honestly, you and Shane, like, I think it was like 10 o'clock every Sunday, wasn't it? It used to be. I would be like, I'm not going out. I'm going to bed early because I'm getting up on Sunday and I'm coming to this round table and, you know, we're going to learn things, discuss things. And you just honestly, like, you lit a fire in me. Honestly, Ali, this is, I told you I was going to blow smoke up your ass, but you Mm -hmm. lit a fire in me to become the coach I am today and keep being educated and keep learning and keep doing it. And that is why we always stay in touch. We made effort to go for walks and we just used to, we just used to talk about, oh God, imagine how people listen to our conversations, really sad things about like bodily functions, connections, biomechanics. Yeah. It was like, we, we, yeah, we just talked about shit, didn't we? Yeah. And then we used to talk about like relationships and stuff like that as well. And life, life goals and stuff. It was literally, like, I think the thing is, like, we're very similar-minded, aren't we? Yeah. Like, and, like, when you meet someone who's very similar-minded, like, you just hit it off automatically. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we don't pull punches, mm-hmm. say how it is. Mm-hmm. We don't really give a fuck if people don't like us. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and like, that, that's just, like, kind of, like, how we probably bonded and got on so well so quickly. Mm-hmm. But, mate, thank you very much for that. That, that was really, really nice. You did say he's going to blow smoke up my ass, but I didn't think he was going to say things like that, so thank yeah. you. No, true. Just before I normally do this at the beginning and the end, Ali, what is your Instagram so people can go and follow you? Um, <laughs> Ali dot team Premier Physique, I think. Uh, <laughs> Ali underscore Premier Physique. At, at <laughs> Ali underscore Premier Physique. So, guys, if you are listening, and Ali is just like I said, like an absolute knowledge bomb, he massively inspires me. And also, I know this, like if I ever have, a, you know, maybe need like a second opinion or I just want to learn a little bit more and know, like I can always reach out to you and you'll always help me. So, yeah. Um, go and follow Ali, guys. He is awesome. Okay, so there's a little history lesson on how me and Ali became mates uh, in lockdown. It was over Zoom, wasn't it? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was just been like, where do you live? Should we go for a walk? Should we get a coffee? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was fab. So today we're going to talk about setting boundaries, pushing past boundaries, and like why it is important to set boundaries when you are going to go through like a transformational journey. Mm-hmm. because it is important isn't it so I know like I have my outlook so, so from your perspective what is like what would you say is like the first thing of like sort of getting your mindset around okay I need to set some boundaries here what what are they going to look like um okay so if, if we're talking like are we talking like by a client or myself by a client okay so, so you, you no. take someone on or I take someone on and you know 
they're going to go through a lifestyle change and there's definitely going to be some boundaries that need to be set maybe with social occasions friends family right okay so it all depends on what the goal is so yes. uh, and, and all depends on who the client is himself so mm-hmm. if you've got someone who wants to go on holiday mm-hmm. and they're at x goal or if you've got someone who wants to do a photo shoot in 12 weeks mm-hmm. there's going to be different levels of boundaries that need to be set for that individual now the people who are going on holiday the boundaries that need to be set for them potentially not going to be as extreme as potentially the boundaries that have to be set for somebody who wants to do a photo shoot depending on the level of condition that they want to get into mm-hmm. but boundaries are going to have to be set regardless because if people are wanting to push their own boundaries in regards to like what they think they're capable of mm-hmm. there's going to have to be some kind of sacrifice met and when it comes to like the client coaching relationship, it's like, I will give someone 110%, but they've also got to play their role within it. We can give them all the tools in the world, but they have to learn to say no to things that they're currently doing because what they're currently doing is leaving them in the situation that they are now. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want to change how they look physically, mentally, however that may be, things are going to have to change in their own lifestyle as well. So that might mean they can't go out and get pissed in Liverpool on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. might mean they can do it once a month instead of every single week mm-hmm. and there has to be some kind of compromise as well i think again depending on the goal like as coaches we can't just expect people to be perfect mm-hmm. because that's not reality mm-hmm. at the same time as a client they can't expect us just to bend over and be lenient when we've got a job to do which is to get them to where they want to be yeah. so when it comes to setting boundaries it's like okay what's the goal what's the time frame Mm-hmm. What events do we have coming up that we can sort of navigate ourselves around? So mm-hmm. I love reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. So, for example, say if you come to me and say, okay, 12 weeks, we're going to Ibiza, we want to look great in Ocean Beach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, what events do you have coming up in these 12 weeks? So we know we, we're going to, we've got a friend's wedding three weeks before Ibiza. Okay, mm-hmm. what can we do in that week leading up to that friend's wedding that you can still go out and enjoy yourself because mm-hmm. it's your best friend? Like mm-hmm. you still want to go and have the food, you still want to go and drink, but it's not going to be a detriment effect to the goal in Ibiza. Mm-hmm. Again, this is where setting boundaries and planning is massively important. And from a client perspective, it's like, you've got to learn to say no. Mm-hmm. And if something's a big enough priority for yourself, you'll say no. I totally, totally agree. That is, and it's so funny that you said that because we haven't obviously spoke about this prior, but like, that is exactly what I do with my clients. Mm-hmm. Like from, from, where, from the moment we map out the journey, one of the questions is, okay, what's, what's the goal? What's the end goal? Okay, I want to get here. Let's say I want to be two stone lighter before Christmas. People might think that's ages away, but actually it's not that long away. And if you have got social occasions coming in, what I will do is say, okay, these are your social occasions like you just said. What, what's the priority? You know, yeah. you've got to work nights out. Yeah, but we normally always really get pissed on a work night out. Okay, this is where setting boundaries comes in. Is it, is it a priority or is that something we can say, okay, I'm going to go on this week's night out. I'm actually going to have, you know, two gin and slims and then I'm going to come home. Yeah, and yeah. that's like the importance. But again, I think we said before about it's like boundaries versus like expectations of results and stuff as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about really having a conversation with yourself as much as we can do it as a as, as coach to client. And I don't know if you agree on this, but, the person you know whoever's listening to this if they've got goals it's about having that conversation with yourself saying okay well what results am I going to get with the, with the actions that I'm doing and where are the boundaries am, am I going to set like you like you can't have it all 
hundred percent. I think that's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. And it's like, and this is again where like expectations are the greatest thing. So like, if you want to do a photo shoot and you're a male, I know you speak. To, I know you're you're mainly female based, aren't you? Or anything? Like yeah. Nine, yeah. Well, yeah. All my, all female. Uh, well, okay. Let's go. Let's go female. Down. You 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 want to lose fat off your your lower body. Apart right. from my dad, he listens to the podcast. So ninety nine point nine. All right, okay. So you've got a female, um, you want to bring in your you want to bring in your glutes, your lower body for this photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, your, your upper half or always stays lean. Yeah. But we know the lower half where we where we store a lot of body fat. Well, okay. we know that, don't we, on girls anyway? Yeah, legs are the hardest part to lean out. Yeah, majority of girls, that's that's normally the case. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So the expectation for you to lose a lot of body fat off your lower body means that you're going to have to make an awful amount of sacrifices in regards to you're going to have to probably dedicate a lot of time to go in the gym mm-hmm. to potentially dropping your food more than what you probably would normally mm-hmm. to that low body now that's the reality of what's going to have to occur now can you do that like can you do that and also do you want to do that it's like are you love that ali yeah do you want to do it because the idea always sounds great but the reality mm-hmm. isn't Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're like, and also like, do you need to do it? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the like? It's the why question, isn't it? It's like, why is that the goal? And it's like it's delving into the why, it's the why, it's the why, it's the why, it's the why until you find the root cause. And like, when you find the root cause of a goal as a coach, anyway, that's your button to push. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it could be right. You said two stone before. Mm-hmm. Your client wants to lose two stone by Christmas. Yeah, but why two stone? What's the obsession with the number two stone? Mm-hmm. Okay, two stone because that's what I was when I was twenty eight. Okay, yeah. So why is twenty eight relevant? Yeah. And then you keep delving and delving and delving. And it's like, well, 28 when I met this guy and it's the best I've ever felt. And it's like, okay, cool. So we know that that's the emotional attachment mm-hmm. to that number. Okay. So say if we lose one point, say if we lose not two stone, but we lose okay. nearly near two stone, but you feel fucking even better because you've got more muscle, you're stronger, you're fit than you've ever been. Would you feel just as good? Because people get attached to numbers very, very 100%. Easy. Yeah. And it's like, is the number relevant? Really, no. A number's a metric, a tool. Mm-hmm. Like as coaches, get people to weigh themselves, might get people through size measurements, but it's not necessarily the weight that we're obsessed with. It's more, okay, oh, is there a trend or something? So especially for females, it's like, does your weight, what, when does your weight fluctuate in regards to your cycle? Mm-hmm. So we know that on a the third week of a month, like yeah. your weight only goes up. So like, yeah. that's another reason why we track weight. We don't just track weight to see the scale coming down. Mm-hmm. It's more just to make sure we match it. Um, we match everything up. Like if you sleep bad, does your sleep go up? Does your weight go up? So yeah. get all this data, you can then give a better picture of what is actually occurring. But yeah, like when you delve into goals and expectations and all that, you need to get a clear understanding of why the client actually wants to get to where they want to get to. Because if it's not a priority, like you mentioned before, they'll never get there. Yeah. And the night out with the friends at work will always win. Well, yes. 100%. If they don't get the right goal, the boundaries don't become as important and yeah. they just don't stick to them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So, it's when you're talking about setting boundaries, you have to make sure that you are super, super, like, what's the word? Committed. Super oh. committed to the goal. Like, really set in with it and then set the boundaries from there. So, we spoke about like, okay, setting boundaries. You've got to be clearly committed on the goal. The goal's got to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, that's okay. Because then you don't, like you said, you don't have to set as extreme boundaries. But if the goal is, so let's just, you know, use me as an example. Getting married, I really, really wanted to be, I was in great shape last year when I did my photo shoot. I set myself the target, did an underwear shoot. I knew this year I wanted to be like another level. So for me, like the goal has been 
really, really there. And I've had to, you know, I've had to really step up and, and say no to things and, and push past I'm tired or I'm this and that because I know what results I want to get. So if someone does really want to go up, what would you say is like the biggest tip that they can do to push past the boundaries when the boundaries are there being tested and they think, oh, I can't do it, I don't want to do it, or I'm, I'm tired or this. What do you advise your clients to do when that when that mindset comes? Because again, I'm taking inspiration from you because I know that you take clients to an extreme physique or have taken clients to extreme physique. So I can imagine the mindset oh, side is pretty tough. Oh, yeah, massively. Like I'll, I'll give you another example, like where you just yeah. use your example. I'll give you another one who's obviously my girlfriend who, who yeah. takes but like it, it, it comes down to why like it, it's like why is this goal important so like you can't press on the button of why and that's going to always stay in the forefront now when it comes to like boundaries being tested it's never so that's going to happen like it's never going to be a linear process where everything's plain sailing there's always going to be some shit that gets thrown into the mix mm-hmm. we are allowed to swear here aren't we by the way oh my god i'm the worst okay. yeah my mum fumes at me it's, it's fine it's, go for it's it just like, life's never perfect is it no, like, never. You're going, to, you're going to get to work and your boss is going to call you in for a meeting at 12 and you thought the meeting was going to be an hour long and it turned out to be four hours long and you're now really, really hungry and it's like, oh my God, I really, really need to eat. And it's like, okay, so what can we eat? And it's like, it's like making sure that you educate your client to know that when that hits the fan and it's like, you, you, you haven't got time to prepare a meal, you need to go to Tesco, what options can I pick in Tesco? That is going to keep me on track with what my goals are. And you don't have to track shit, do you? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you've got, like, if your meal was supposed to be something like chicken, rice, stir-fried rice or something like that, you can go to Tesco and you can pick something that's pretty similar to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Educating the client to when when things don't go to plan, how you can control the situation Mm -hmm. as opposed to let the situation control you. Mm -hmm. When the situation controls you, that's when shit can really go wrong. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's like when your boundaries are getting pushed, it's still making sure you're in control of yourself. And making sure you're making the decisions that you know are going to be moving you forward. A hundred percent. Do you know what's what little saying I love, which I think is so applicable to this, is respond, don't react. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take a pause when your boundaries are being pushed and you want to grab, I don't know, what would you grab in Tesco if you were starving? Like a sandwich, a cheese sandwich Snippy. over like you know, grabbing the chicken and, and the salads and whatever to make that meal is just take a, a moment to pause and really go, okay, what is my why? My why is I want to get in my wedding dress. Yeah, yeah. That would be my why. <laughs> I, want, I want to get in my wedding dress. Um, and just having that, that tiny little pause before you make that response or that reaction, I think that's super powerful when it comes to... And then... When it, when it comes to re- to reacting to that boundary being pushed, like you said, I think that's a really good example and really applicable is that life doesn't go to plan. And so you really need to, when it doesn't go to plan, it's really putting that pause in that response in and thinking, right, what is me, why? And then do the reaction of it because it's so easy to go, I'm just going to grab a Kit Kat Chunky because it's in my eyeline and nobody's going to give me energy, but that's not what gets you to goals. No, especially if, especially if you've got, like, look, like, at the end of the day, one Kit Kat Chunky isn't going to do the world, like, damage. Yeah. But once you break that cycle and you can and you start justifying it to yourself, 
then it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's a one-off thing, it's like, oh well, oh well, it's one of them, isn't it? Fucking hell. It's like, don't beat yourself up about it. Like you're in a tricky situation, you needed something to eat, you you got caught off guard. So let's learn from it. Yeah. Let's not let's not just justify it. Like it's a reason. I'm laughing, Ali, because you're a better coach than me. I'd be like, no, come on, you know better than this. That is not the right option to do. It's just, it's just, it's like, like, look, it's like, it's just like, don't justify it. But there's a reason why it happened. But we've got to fucking learn from it. So, like, next time we go in, lesson not a failure. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so we like now they took the if they had to kick that chunky again, then you fucking come down on them. Because it's like, what are you doing? We 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 understood that. That was the fault, and we 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 give we had justifiable re- we had reasons and all this, but don't fucking do it again. Mm-hmm. I, I would hundred percent. I would say as well, like we're saying, if people are in a situation, it's just going back to your example where you know that there is. My thing is, if something has happened once, use it as a lesson. See it as a lesson, not a failure. So the lesson will be, and I say this to my clients as well: if you're in a job situation where you might get called into meeting, if it's happened once. Always just have a protein bar in your bag or, you know, some oats in your bag or a protein shake or something. Because if it's happened once, why why might it not happen again? You know, and that's where, like, the lesson will be. It's like to to not put yourself in that situation. So, okay, so boundary. I know this was about being boundaries, but I would love to talk to you. Sorry, I'm just throwing this at you now. About, like, expectations as well. You know, like, actions versus, like, expectations because... I know we said like about boundaries, we'll, we'll pick that up in a second, but about setting boundaries and, you know, really when, when it comes, when push comes to shove, when it comes to boundaries, what is your why to, to do them or to push past them? But I think expectations ties in a little bit with that as well, because okay. you know, like we said before, like people come and they say, or people listening might be thinking, I want to drop two dress sizes and you know okay all i need to do is x y and z but again it still comes down to situations and setting boundaries with yourself because actually if you want to lose two dress sizes like ali you said before you can't continue to do yeah what you're doing now it's like things need to change and where are then boundaries going to be then boundaries going to be set with other people as well like i'm sorry i just waffled on that anyway expectations boundaries go on give me your intake in it Right, okay, so we, we spoke about expectations before, so like people who want to do really, very extreme, extreme version of things. Yeah. So people who want, I'll use stage, for example. Like everyone yeah. wants to step on stage, right? Yeah. The expectation of stepping on stage is there's a lot of other things that come into play that people don't really take into consideration, like relationships with mm-hmm. friends, families, um, job. Like when you're pushing your body to a limb, to a very, very extreme the expectation of what is needed might not be what you thought in your head. And this way as a coach, you need to, you need to tell people things mm-hmm. like what you think, I oh, would just need to do a little bit of a diet is not what actually the reality is. And the expectation mm-hmm. for you to get the result that you desire probably won't appear with a little bit of a diet. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to expectations, like what is the client willing to do compared to what the result they want? Mm-hmm. So if a person wants to lose dress, two dress sizes, so they want to go from an 18 to a 14. Mm-hmm. That's two dress sizes, yeah. 18 to a 14. The, the expectation that the change that they need to make would be different from someone going from a 10 to a six. Mm-hmm. 
in regards to like somebody's a size 10 probably already a pretty decent nick mm-hmm. um for them to get to a six they probably have to they probably already trained to somewhat degree so they're probably mm-hmm. gonna have to increase the training and probably have to change the training volume the the nutrition the macronutrients might change a little bit more where some going from like an 18 to a 14 it might just be okay we need to do, do pro- protein we need to mm-hmm. track protein and can, calories just need to be controlled Mm-hmm. so the expectation of what that client has to do compared to what the other clients has to do is different in mm-hmm. regards to sacrifice that needs to be made as well mm-hmm. but it's all perspective because going from an 18 to a 14 is just as hard as going from a 10 to a 6 mm-hmm. because the, the sacrifice that needs to be made is all relative to that individual so if you're someone who constantly goes get to take away every friday night with your other half and that's a habitual routine that you've done and you enjoy that and then you have to stop that you have to stop doing that or change it to some degree, whatever it may be, or you instead of going for a takeaway, you go and get a bit more of a healthier choice with the other half. Mm-hmm. And that's still difficult. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I like to compete, right? Because mm-hmm. for me to feel like what probably what feels like for a client to make sacrifices in life, mm-hmm. I have to do quite an extreme version of it. Mm-hmm. So to put myself in their shoes, because for me now just to do a little bit of a diet isn't difficult. Mm-hmm. But for me to understand what it's like to go from, potentially having having habits that you have to change dramatically because you want to get to a goal. I can't really relate to that unless I do something quite extreme. Mm-hmm. So again, it's, it's nice to put yourself in a client's room. It's nice to also feel like you're being challenged like a client would. And again, when it comes to expectations, it's making sure as a coach as well, you're honest with the client mm-hmm. and don't paint a false picture. Mm-hmm. I think client- we're both quite good at that. We're both, I, I honestly want to, I think, Something I definitely pride myself on and definitely seeing you. It was like we're like really authentic coaches. Like we're yeah. not gonna like bullshit people and we'll tell them, look, if this is where you want to get, even sometimes when I do calls with people who want to, you know, come on and join the coaching, I'll be so honest. I'll be like, listen, you need an absolute life overhaul. This isn't you're not gonna be in and out within three months. You got you got a longer way to go. And I'm not gonna throw the kitchen sink at you because you're not gonna be able to hack it. Yeah, so it's going to be a longer journey. And I think, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, that's that's something I really think is like being honest, definitely. And what you just said then about you like to do, like the getting on stage for you is all relative compared to someone who wanted to drop three stone or was in like a bigger body, can't get up the stairs, really tired, just going for a walk. Like it's all relative like to the challenges that you feel. And I remember last year, um, Leah, gave me before we get photo shoot she was like right we're gonna do four three or four lots of 20 minutes on the bike after crossfit and i was like god whereas now i'm doing like five lots of five to six 30 minutes on the stairmaster no. and i'm like it's it, it's totally relative like last that last year that was a challenge this year this is a challenge like it's always it's just about like and it ties back into boundaries again doesn't it setting boundaries that you set first off in six months time might not even be boundaries that you need to even think about it's just about because I'm always big on as well hold yourself to a higher standard like prioritize your goals like prioritize you know you before you prioritize yeah no before you when you have a goal you do need to prioritize you and your goal before you then prioritize people pleasing such as I get this a lot works night out friends night out everyone expects me to drink I'm like that's because you've all, all, always done it it's okay to be selective about when you want to spend all your calories on on alcohol and when you don't but it is about holding yourself to that boundary and once you get into the habit of doing that it becomes a lot easier the same way that you've you know that you're not saying you going through prep is easy but I mean 
I look at you guys who do the bodybuilding, bodybuilding, and I'm like, whoa, the sacrifice and the commitment that you guys give is unfathomable to me. But I bet there's some aspects of bodybuilding that maybe you find a bit easy, not easy, oh, more routine, and yeah. Hundred percent. So like me and Chan, me and Chan are talking about this. Like, I love like eating the same food i love like eating for performance like i don't yeah. drink really yeah i don't I, I like a social occasion but i don't drink Um, i don't like to drink being perfectly honest so it's like yeah. that thing that people think is a massive sacrifice is just like no i, I don't actually like it yeah i love gym like i said i'm obsessed with training like if you want yeah. if you want to about something i can talk to you about training all day that's why mm-hmm. so much money in education that's why i talk about it non-stop um Whereas people don't like going to the gym, they think, oh, that's a sacrifice. You go to the gym five times a week. It's like, I would go 10 times a week if I yeah. if I could and I could recover from it. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Um, but it's like, like the, I love that side of it. And don't get me wrong, like, there, there are challenges sides of it. Like, you you don't get to enjoy life how you want to do. Like, me and China mm-hmm. now going into an improvement phase, off-season, however you want to put it. So, like, we can go out for a meal once a week and we can mm-hmm. do quote, quote, normal things, because everyone still likes to socialise. But mm-hmm. when we like the day-to-day routine of things, like I know what, I know, like, I like to know what time I'm eating because then it fuels me gym and then I can, I, I like to be a bit more of a routine and organised structure because I know I function well off that. So yeah, like, it's part of bodybuilding. Easy training's easy. Hey, Carl. Yeah, yeah, de- I, definitely, I definitely think, like I said before, when we very first started, what you do in bodybuilding, we, for me, is like, um, you know, a, a general population coach, shall we say, God, that makes me sound so shit and boring. But anyway, because I didn't train people stage, but we mm. we take like a watered down version. So for you, loving training, knowing what time you're eating, like that's definitely what I would advise people to do who are working with me. Plan your meals. Yeah. Plan your meals is a bit of a watered down version of what you guys are doing and you guys are getting the extreme results. It, it still takes some things to do to get good fat loss results. And again, that comes down to setting boundaries of just step up and set the boundary of, you know what? I've got this goal. I actually can't come to for the Chinese on the Wednesday because I've got my goal. So I'm, I'm going to stick to my boundaries and know that I'm going to execute what I need to do to get to my goal. 100%. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you, you said something before about putting yourself first as a priority. And like yeah. that's what a lot of people don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, they never put themselves first. And... Also, I think sometimes people make an excuse about not putting themselves first. It's like, well, people expect this of me. It's like, right, look, like deep down, if they're truly your friends, right, they don't care if you drink or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, they just want you there for the social side of things. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who feels like you need to have a drink to have a good time, that's probably another conversation with someone else that you need to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you should just enjoy being out and socialising with the people around you as opposed to needing to go and get off your fucking face mm-hmm. on a night out. Mm-hmm. So, that's my perspective on that kind of thing. But yeah, like in regards to like, so like if you want to talk about like planning food and like boundary setting and whatnot, it's like if it fits your macros and this like flexible diet and all that, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you fucking live on my fitness plan and you're like you just scan food as day goes on. Like mm-hmm. for me, flexible dieting is you plan your food for like mm-hmm. for like the day or whatever. And then like the next day, instead of having like chicken, you might have another another source of protein. Yeah. And it's like that's flexible. It's not, I'm gonna try and fit a fucking pop tart into my food plan. It's like that, that 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 that's not that's not the whole point of every picture macro. Every picture macro is going to be of like if you get caught short, you've got your macros that have been given to you, mm-hmm. and you 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 end up in Tesco and mm-hmm. say, okay, 
I've got this amount of food to eat, I'm going to scan this, I'm going to eat this, and it's close to what I was eating for that meal. Literally, but, like what we said before, yeah. if, if, if for lunch you were meant to be having a chicken stir fry, and you missed that opportunity and you had to run the shop because the, the canteen had closed or, or whatever and you couldn't warm it up. And, yeah. But like that that's like the education purpose of, okay, well, what can I have that's going to be close to my goal? Not, oh, well, I had 200 calories. I was having a chicken stir fry. I'm now going to have a Kit Kat Chunky. I know yeah, I just I, keep yeah, thinking it, about Kit Kat Chunkies, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a shit shop about. Um, <laughs> but it's like... The, the, the whole of the fit your macros thing, I think sometimes just getting gets pulled over like so it's like it's not about fitting shit into your diet. Like it's not. It's like it gives you the flexibility to potentially have some Halo Top ice cream or mm-hmm. have a Kit Kat fucking chunky once a week, <laughs> whatever it may be. But it's like it's not the whole point of it. The whole point of it is still to eat whole foods, but just change the sources of food from potatoes to rice to pasta, mm-hmm. from prawns to if you're a vegan, some kind of fucking vegan meat or whatever the fuck they eat. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I offend any fucking vegans there. But it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like having a, having the flexibility of that approach to, to then have a bit more of a balanced lifestyle mm-hmm. instead of eating chicken, rice and broccoli, which everyone used to think you had to eat to get into shape, which mm-hmm. is not the case. No, 100%. I think we're going into a whole other podcast when we talk about nutrition. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I don't like nutrition as much as training. I like the mindset. Well, I like nutrition more than training. No, I love the mindset towards nutrition. Like behavior change and stuff like that. Yeah, I like I, I love having conversations with like um, Danny Bosworth. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I know. I know from through Leah. I think yeah. did Leah used to train there, train with Leah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool fucking girl, right? Yeah. Like she was on Mind Me Friends podcast. And like I was trying to get to the point of like, there is such thing as like bad food choices, like bad food. Like mm-hmm. Mac's isn't good for you. Doesn't mean you can't have Mackey's, but it's mm-hmm. not you like you can't compare Mackie's to an apple no I mean so like we were having this discussion but like she was coming at it from a different point of view in regards like if you restrict having Mackie's then you might then overindulge Mackie's which is bad then and it's like but that that's not my point my point was like saying the McDonald's isn't good for you there's not really much nutritional benefit for it but like I love that side of a conversation Mm -hmm. and I love it when you speak about other people with with different perspectives because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's like all it is just educating ourselves because Mm -hmm. other people have different experiences which means that they'll view things in a different light compared to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you just learn off that person how they view mm-hmm. things about being right or wrong when it comes to these conversations. Hundred percent, yeah. It's about opinion, and you know what else? I, I like, I, I love. I know we're going off track here, but but it's fine. We'll just have a little rant. Is that it's absolutely okay to change your minds? Oh, of course, yeah. Like change to change your mind to change your opinion if you aren't, you know, killing anyone but you change your stance on something like that's okay if you get if you get better educated on something I think we've spoke about this loads in the past like even when it comes to like training and nutrition like especially over the last 10 years how many different rounds of this is really this is the way to lose weight this is the way to lose weight and now we've got the you know the scientific backing of okay we need to be in a calorie deficit we know that we know resistance training is good for you no matter how old you are and how it's not gonna damage your joints or you know cause your injury or whatever like but it's okay to like change our minds on stuff and how I coach my clients at the moment is I really come at it from like a holistic like I want them to yes drop fat yes you know set out to achieve their their physique goals that they want to achieve but also at the back end of that it's really making sure that they're super educated that when they leave me they're not just like okay well I know how to diet but I don't know how to live a normal life like I'm super passionate about like teaching that side of it as well um 
but yeah, you know, maybe in a few years' time, like I might change my mind or find out other stuff that might might make the journey better and whatever. And, that, um, and I think that it's like you say, you just said about make the journey better. It's like we can always learn more to make a so you take a client from point A to point B. So you take a client to the goal, right? There was a, there's always a way to get into that goal quicker and more efficient and better. There's a, there's always a way to improve something as a mm-hmm. coach. You can always improve the client's journey. It's on you to try and figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like there is like it, it was like okay, we probably could have dropped food a little bit quicker, or we probably didn't need to drop food as much. Mm-hmm. It's like every client is a learning curve for you. Mm-hmm. And as I said, mate, like I've changed my t- my mind on things so many times. I went back and forth between things because like there's always more research or there's always more proving the button. But mm-hmm. for me, when it comes to um like understanding what's best, like you've just got to know that every client's different. Mm-hmm. Like does I don't really care what science says all the time mm-hmm. because the that scientific study or application might not apply to that person, just that person's circumstance at given time. Because that person's a human. Yes, and that and that's I love cool. that. Yeah, like because we're not a PDF document. Yeah, we're not like, robots. Yeah, we're, we're not such... in a scientific experiment where we're getting paid to not do this and not do that, which is where a lot of scientific studies come in. Like we're real life humans living normal lifestyles. And that's the thing. It's like it's like we we as individuals. You said like look, eating a calorie deficit. But then like, there's arguments that like like calories are not like the calories aren't the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we need to eat the deficit, but like, will our body respond better to certain foods than other foods? Like, for example, um, if you if you suffer when you eat bread, like, or you mm-hmm. eat some kind of product like that, like, it doesn't matter if you eat the same calories of bread compared to rice, you know, when mm-hmm. you bloat and you eat bread, there's, there's, eat bread, sorry, there's something not right within mm-hmm. that, like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't bloat after you eat food. Mm-hmm. So again, like, even though it's the same calories, there's still something from an internal perspective that's not going down well, which means mm-hmm. we're not going to assimilate the nutrients efficiently, which means mm-hmm. not going to utilize it, which means then, like, you can just go down different spirals. And, and this, I, I don't like this side of nutrition. Like, this is sort of like a Shane kind of shit. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should get Shane on to talk yeah. about nutrition. He loves all this bollocks, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, I, I like the more sort of, like, mindset and, like, how people approach nutrition and just people's opinions on it. Yeah. Like it's like people like for example people like I, I love eating higher protein. Yeah. I think there's a benefit to eating higher protein. Agreed. Compared to people who just say so like I like to be one point five grams per pound. I I like that number depending on the individual. Like if a if a if I get a a, a girl who's quite small, mm-hmm. it's like getting her to probably eat like 140, 150 grams of protein when she's used to eating sixty grams of protein. Yeah, probably yeah. a bit of a big ask. Yeah, so let's yeah, probably yeah. go for the smaller side first, and then if we can, we'll work our way up if needs be. Yeah. Um, so again, like again, again, when it comes to nutrition, it's like person dependence on what they've been doing. There's no PDF document. There's no one rule fits all. Mm-hmm. It's like what works that individual that given time. Then that, and then that will change throughout the process as well. Mm-hmm. Like so, you might, for example, I put you on a gram per, a gram per pound of body weight at the start, right? And it's like, okay, cool, we're getting leaner and leaner and leaner and leaner and leaner. Okay, mm-hmm. let's put it to one point two now because we know there's a thermogenic effect of protein. So we know even if we eat the same amount of protein as we do carbohydrates for four grams for four gram mm-hmm. calories per gram, we know there's going to be more calories burned when you eat protein. Mm-hmm. So we know we're going to put ourselves a bit more in a deficit. Bar in the deficit, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the, and this is the kind of shit that I like talking to clients like people about one last like the mindset towards nutrition and all this kind of thing. I love that. I think we just went off on a total tangent. Oh my bad. This yeah, is what I walked like. I shouldn't need that. Walked, like. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. Oh babe, do you remember when we did that walk and it was about about three hours and we walked yeah, all the way around that golf course? No, is that is that the walk where you said let's go this way and you thought you knew we were fucking going and then Yeah, we never. And I was like, it's fine. We're on twelve thousand steps. It's absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah fine it's going dark come on run across the golf course um okay so 
I love that. I'm going to wrap up because I like, I like to keep these about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. I think we've been waffling a bit longer, but it's fine. So I should have got you on to talk about nutrition and behavior change and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do another one. Uh, okay. Yeah, get me on, get me on something with mindset. Okay. I'm, I'm not a therapist. I'm, like, I'm not that kind of person, but I, I do love talking about people's mindsets. What would be quite cool if you got like a few people on talking about mindset? Okay. I don't know how podcasts work more than one person. <laughs> what? I think our podcast work with more than one person. What do you mean? Just fucking add more people to the Zoom call? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Don't make me sound so fake because I'm still recording. <laughs> right. So, well, I feel like that was good. We covered boundaries, goals, expectations, a little bit on nutrition. Just before we go, Ali. Yeah. What would, if someone is listening to this and they've got no clue, they want to start, but they know need to, they need to set boundaries. What would you say would you be what would you be your number one tip to get them to do it? I actually know what your number one tip is going to be, I think. Uh, so I, I, I'll, try, I'll put it as short way as I can. Whatever your goal is, make sure that the rules that you set align with the goal. And if you want to go out, okay, is you said something before that I think is really, really powerful, right? It's like do what you want to do, right? Okay, like don't be don't be told to do what other people want you to do, do what you want to do. But if you want to achieve a goal and the sacrifice needs to be that you can't, you don't go out and drink, you don't go out and drink. If that's what you want, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. As opposed to if you want to go out and drink and your goal doesn't matter, don't go out and drink, but understand mm-hmm. the fact you're not going to get to your goal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where does your goal lie? Set your boundaries in regards to making sure it aligns with the goal um, and listen to yourself as opposed to others. Mm-hmm. I think yeah and just to put a bow on that I think what you said before really 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 set it off the reason you're setting boundary is you need to be invested in your why and if your why is powerful enough the boundaries will yes they'll push you but that's why they're there and you'll align with them so yeah agreed Ali you will 100% be back on and we're definitely going to get you on and we'll talk about mindset guys thank you for listening Ali, thanks for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure, babes. And uh, guys, if you've got any questions for me or Ali, please go and follow us on Instagram at Ali underscore Premier Physique. Thank you. And I am at underscore em.powered. Guys, you've been listening to the Mission Empowered podcast. Thank you for giving me your time today. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. And I shall see you next time. Have a gorgeous day.